1: If I could find a way I'd take back those words that have hurt you And you'd stay I don't know why
0: I did that Don't think, think I've ever said new I words
1: did. that would have hurt Brendan Jones, you just did. never know when you're on radio and TV what you say, you might, might offend people but I don't think Brendan's too easily offended and uh, known each other probably longer than of us would like to believe now after uh, going out to indebted head from memory for a, for a harness race interview many years ago. Brendan, how are you today, my friend?
0: Good morning, Jace. Yeah, a lot of water's gone under the bridge. Oh, <laughs> a lot of horses have gone, gone through the stalls in those 20 years or whatever, but the good news is we're we're
1: still alive and we're still kicking. Well, you had some you had some pretty nice horses going around at that time and um a great association with uh with Gavin Lang and I think the one we were talking about potentially the most at the time was a trotter named Don King. But um I'll tell you what, uh this horse you've got right now with Michael Stanley, rock and roll, doing and you've had a great now long association with Michael, uh, is absolutely outstanding. And there was a point I think during the spring when he, after we won the uh, Victoria Cup where we just thought, well, everyone else might be running for second place in these big races. Um, but we were down an indented head. I, I think the sea was pretty calm that day, but it, it hasn't been exactly smooth sailing since then.
0: No, isn't that horse racing? You've got them one minute and, uh, you know, you don't see things coming, which eventually they do. And as I said to Nick the other day, if, if training horses were that easy, then every man would be doing it. Um, they can't talk, of course, and you know they talk by their performances. And look, we're, we we we're, everyone's got a theory on what's happened the last couple of starts, and we think we've worked out what's happened with him. Um, and it's go- and look, the the advantage of having, unfortunately, through mixed uh, disposition, having Ants come on board and giving us a another opinion. But look, it happened for him so quickly last year on raw ability. I mean, even my Ants said just to do what he did last year, he hadn't raced a lot with inside horses he was probably immature in a lot of ways but yet he was able to dominate those races on raw ability uh we get into the new year we go to new zealand come back Uh, his cranberry run we were just delighted with his cranberry run given where we had him and then it went um, pear shape of course in the bendigo cup we felt that we understood why that happened and then at ballarat again uh, we weren't happy with him and anthony reported back that he felt like the horse might have was running up the track and was sore and feeling a bit claustrophobic down low and started to over-race and panic. So we've had the horse fully vetted. we found a couple of niggling problems. We've made a couple of gear changes with it. Um, he's work at home and around the stable. He's as, as good horse as we've ever had him. And and I'm delighted that we've drawn the barrier that we've drawn. I mean, talking to Ants this morning, um, I call him Mr Hunter Cup. He's one seven and, um he said to me, "You wouldn't believe it." He said that the, the barrier that I wanted was three off the back line. I thought "Mate, you've got it." Um, he's superior. He's awfully confident about the horse's ability. If he's right, I'm sure he will be right in the finish. There's no doubt about
1: it. And look, um, that's one of the that's one of the funny things, isn't it? I mean, I think when I've spoken to Mick Stanley and and Anson, you can see the trials. His work at home even at the trolls, you, you'd swear nothing was was wrong. And then um, sometimes you've just got to have a little bit of faith, don't you, and say, well, okay, we've had a couple of runs where things haven't gone right, but we, we know we've got the horse pretty close to spot on. And we know that his best is absolutely outstanding. And the truth is, I think you and Mick both looked at the situation with Rock and Roll do early doors and went, we're going to protect him early doors and we're going to let him mature. But I guess once you get into the big leagues – there's no point shirking, shirking the fight at that point, is there? You just got to go out there and throw some punches.
0: Absolutely. I mean, if your horse is fit and healthy, and Nick and I have had long discussions over this, and look, I don't need to fear. Mix the horseman and a wonderful horseman he is. If the horse is fit and healthy, then we then we can't shirk it. We can't hide. Front up. And the more and the more he races, and if he is a little bit claustrophobic because, as Anne said to me, he just feels it's new to him, being down the bottom. That's all happening for him. Um, he said, you're probably fine this time next year. It won't bother him drawing down there. So it's, it's, you've got to race them, you know. And I'd say to all the punters out there at the moment, I'm telling you, we would not be putting this horse in the race unless we had the vets clearance um, and obviously input and Michael's lived with him. I left Michael alone for the whole weekend for him to make the decision. We're full steam ahead and we expect the real rock and roll do turn up on Saturday night.
1: Now, you're, you're a, a man that's been around the game for a long period of time. We don't want to make each other feel any older than we already do. Right, but yeah. tell <laughs> me, where does, the, where does the AG Hunter Cup sit in the um, in the pantheon of the great races in Australasia?
0: Oh, gee whiz, when you're growing up, you know, you saw the Victoria Cups and we're, how lucky we're, we'll be to win that. The Hunter Cup is, in my mind, was the ultimate staying test. And yes, I heard someone reference it earlier on today about the Melbourne Cup. It is. If if the Victoria Cup was the Cox Plate, and I subscribe to that, then the Hunter Cup clearly is the Melbourne Cup. It's a weight for age. And look at the horses that we've got. These are weight for age horses, the best that you can assemble. You don't get into a Hunter Cup on sentiment. If you don't have the form, if you don't have the track record, you just don't get a run. And as um, your previous guests have said, this is a cracking field. Each and every horse can win it. Luck will play a part on each and every horse. And if we were lucky enough to win it, what a sense of achievement would be for A. Mick being the trainer, the horse, and great satisfaction for Ian and I to have had a horse good enough and to be lucky enough. We've had a couple of throws at it, Joe, had a horse called Jacket Clive.
1: Oh, I love Jacket Clive. You know I love Jacket
0: Clive. Yeah. yeah, you do. Just remember this, the bloke that beat us twice was <laughs> A. Butt, yeah. and A. Butt now drive so I can't beat him, so I've asked him to join me, yeah. and uh, so let's hope that... Um, You know, with a mixed misfortune, this could end up being a stable's fortune. Who knows? But, yeah, what a thrill. Look, we go into it. We could run fifth or sixth or seventh. As long as the horse does everything right, then we'll be pleased. But, you know, horses, they can't talk.
1: Good luck, Brendan. I'll I'll see you out there, mate, and I wish you all the best of luck. We want to see the best of Hendo, and I reckon he'll produce it. Good on you, mate.
0: Good on you, pal. Thanks again.
1: There's Brendan James. Uh, He's been around the game for a very long time, and he's a great chat, isn't he?